Adam Slice. Hello there. Welcome back to Farthest Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your local scruffy-looking Air Freighter Hunter, and as always, I'm joined by Jedi Master Alex. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yes. It, it's, it's one of those weeks, because we had like a big old three-day weekend, and we left work early uh, Friday, so we're... We've been chilling today. We're resting. Yeah. But, doesn't mean we don't have an episode to do. Nah, we gotta do so, it. So, this week we're gonna be covering Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, but before we get to that, we got some novel news to talk about. Mm. <laughs> Nothing crazy, but we did get, I think it's four novels that got announced? We just talked about it, I thought. No, well, I didn't know if it was four or five. Okay. I'm about to, I'll go through the You're going to learn for real. So, uh, we have Shadow of the Sith, which is written by Del Rey. I think most of them are written by Del Rey. They're mm-hmm. the big uh, novel person, along with Charles Soule and mm-hmm. Claudia Gray. So, uh, Shadow of the Sith takes place post-Return of the Jedi, and will explain a lot of the unanswered questions from Rise of Skywalker. It's out June 28th, 2022, and it's written... Oh, it's written by... Why did I say Del Rey? It's written by Adam Christopher, which was originally tasked uh, by the cancelled... He was supposed to write the Mandalorian novel. Why does it say Del Rey is writing it? Whatever. Maybe they just came up with the title. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, the little synopsis... I'm not going to read the entire synopsis, because I feel like they gave us five paragraphs of synopsis. I feel like that's like a lot. So I'm just going to read the first one. Oh, what, on IGN? Uh, no, I'm on StarWarsNewsNet.com. Okay, I'm on IGN. They got like the same shit. But yeah, Kyle Larson did this article. There you go, buddy. Uh, I don't give him credit. Uh, so here's the official synopsis, but like I said, I'm only reading the first paragraph. Uh, the Empire is dead. Nearly two decades from the Battle of Endor, the tattered remnants of Palpatine's forces have fled to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. That's where we are. But for the heroes of the New Republic, danger and loss are ever-present companions, mm-hmm. even in this newly forged era of peace. It's, uh, this one's about Luke and Lando. We're going to show you how Luke and Lando looked for Ochi's dagger, and then how Lando learned about the space party, and was like, I'm coming back on the exact day I need to, oh, and Ray will be here. Dude. That's what it's about. Right here. Um, Lando Calrissian comes to help Luke uh, with reports of a new Sith menace. After his daughter was stolen from his arms, Lando searches the stars for any trace of his lost child. Mm. I wonder what that's leading up mm. to. I wonder what that's going to be about. I wonder what that's going to happen. Yeah, so we talked about that uh, a while ago. A while ago. We about Sky and I said that it confirmed, that the Visual Dictionary confirmed that was the case. Apparently the Visual Dictionary confirmed that's not the case. Who but this? this is seeming to be like, forget that. No, just kidding. What a plot. <laughs> Yeah, it cool. says, um, but every new rumor led to the only dead ends fading until he crosses with Ochi of Bestu, a Sith assassin, tasked with kidnapping a young girl. This is probably not a very interesting story. I mean, I'm excited to see if Lando's I mean, daughter it's, is, it's uh, about them. You know. Probably, It's probably about Ochi going after Rey, because this would be about the time when she got, got, when her family was getting got. Is Ochi the one that they found the dagger yeah, from? Yeah, he's the and guy who, like, killed her family. Yeah, Ochi's true motives remain shrouded to Luke and Lando. Okay, cool. This is about Ochi, Ray, Lando, and uh, what if Ray's Lando's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the secret. <laughs> I mean, we know who Ray's parents are, but they'll just decanonize it. Whatever. Do we really know Ray's parents? We, we know. I like to not. Know we them. know what they look like. I like to not. Know that's them. for sure. So next up, this is a novel you'd probably love. It's called Brotherhood. It's a novel about Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship during the Clone Wars. Yeah. Author Mike Chen's first Star Wars novel. He did uh, contribute in. A uh, certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back, and it will. Uh, it's going to take place obviously before Obi Wan Kenobi and Disney Plus. It's coming out May tenth, twenty twenty two. Synopsis: uh, The Clone Wars have begun. Battle lines are drawn through the throughout the galaxy with every world that joins the Separatists. The the peace guarded by the Jedi Order is slipping through their fingers. Oh, Jedi! Threw my mouth a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Maybe we just had uh, pancakes. 
Mm. This is about Anakin, Obi Wan, and Ventress. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't read. I'm a Dragon Ball fan, so <laughs> you just you just see panels and go nice. Yeah, so for me, this is like it's it sounds. It's why, great, it's why you like the comic, but it's also kind of daunting because I don't like to read novels. That's why I like comics. It's not that I can't read. You know, I'm, I'm very capable <laughs> I mean, of reading. I just don't. I don't like to read. Who does? It's not really my vibe. Not really your thing. No, I like to watch things happen. Same. Next up is Stories of the Jedi. This one is a collection from various authors, both returning and new to Star Wars. It's coming out June seventh. Uh, the brave Sith and the devious, uh, the brave Jedi and the devious Sith. These iconic heroes and villains embody the struggle between light and dark that is at the very heart of Star Wars. In this exciting middle grade anthology, ten acclaimed authors imagine all new tales for some of the saga's most popular characters: Luke, Vader, Obi Wan, Ventress, and others. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, and others, my favorite. Oh, it says and beyond. <laughs> I just don't say others. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure I'll like the Darth Vader, the Luke, the Obi Wan stuff. Uh, Ventress, it's always interesting to see uh, more stuff about her whenever they decide to go into her story. Yeah, so. she's got a lot, and they don't really touch it, and we'll it sucks. S- we'll see what comes out of these. Hopefully it's not a garbage. Got a bush. Uh, next up is Padawan by mm. Kirsten White. Gives us a story about Obi-Wan and his early days as a Padawan under Qui-Gon Jinn, and it takes place earlier than Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice. They're really, like, Ooh. slow stroke in the Obi-Wan content. Well, because they, they're they trying to get it out with around the show. I mean... This one comes out July 26th. I'm not complaining, but... Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi really wants to be a good Padawan, the best Padawan even, but that's feeling more and more impossible with his new Master, Qui-Gon Jinn. All of Obi-Wan's friends are off training to be real Jedi, getting mission experience, while he's uh, still on Coruscant participating in forms... Practicing his forms and sitting in silent contemplation ever since Qui-Gon's former master, Dooku, left the Order, it feels like Qui-Gon has been too busy trying to connect with the Force or arguing with the Jedi Council to properly train his Padawan. Master, I need to be trained. Shut up. Master, please help me. Fuck you. I'm having thoughts. (laughs) I'm trying to think about the Force. Think about the Force and stuff, Obi-Wan, and you're being really annoying. Basically. I'm trying trying to talk to my dead girlfriend with the Force. My dead girlfriend and my master. With the force. <laughs> it's always the force, dude. I mean, I'm always down for a good Qui-Gon uh, bit of lore, so I'll probably pick it up. Especially if it takes place before Master and Apprentice, because then it gives me an excuse to keep pushing off reading Master and Apprentice. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just another book that you're going to have to read, because these are all novels. <laughs> not a single one of these is going to be animated or comic books. Well, so. you don't know that. Deathmere was, um... Well, they all Death. say novels, so... Now, nah, for now. Uh, Son of Deathmere has not been adapted. It's no, what was one that was, still um, a comic book. A comic book. Uh, a novel first. Mm, oh, Smuggler's Run, I just picked it up. That was a book, and so was Weapon of the Jedi. Mm. They just adapted those in the comic books. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so hopefully they do more. I want to see Dark Disciples in comic book form. Dark Disciples. Pretty fucking cool. Or Dugu. Dude, I just want to see uh, Son of Death and Mirror animated. <laughs> we'll never get that. We, we get might get it. like an episode in Keno- uh, Kenobi, because we know Maul's alive. Uh, we probably won't, because that has nothing to do with Kenobi. <laughs> Very, very different story at very different times. Two fingers. Ten-year ten, ten time gap. <laughs> I have ten fingers. Guess which two I stuck up at Alex. All right. And it wasn't the pinkies. <laughs> or the thumbs, because they're not fingers. Or the pointers. That only leaves four. All right. So, uh, do you have any news that you may have found in the ether? No. Okay. I there make there sure. was nothing. I saw nothing. Alright, content updates. Besides Terrifying Tales, Galaxy of Sounds came out. I think I mentioned it last time, but I finally finished it. It's okay. Dude, it's just try. it's just compilations of cool scenes with iconic uh, orchestral and sound bits. It's nice. It's fun. 
Where, you watch it with headphones, you probably cry. Maybe. I mean, the first two episodes were pretty, like, those could definitely be tearjerkers, but the other ones, like, beeps and boops and hugs, I'm good. I still haven't seen them. The last three episodes are monster noises, beeps, and hugs. Hugs. They give you hu- it's, it's hug patch. It's muffles. It's, it's like muffled muffles microphones. Muffles coming together and, <laughs> yeah. and pass. It's really, That's really so weird. stupid. There's one where it's um it's re- a Finn as he runs up to poke him some hug, and then he pats him on the back, and they leave, and I'm like, cool. Like, I guess. <laughs> So, so check out Galaxy of Sounds. The visuals are cool, Chewbacca though. Chewbacca uh, giving everybody hugs. That's what it is. Just Dude, in the, the Monster Sounds episode, it's all the Ewoks going, and then, They're not monsters, though. That's the worst I know, part. That's just they're just like, they're just I don't think there. it's called monsters. I think it's called like just creatures of the galaxy or something like that. Galactic creature sound bank. Yeah, maybe. What the fuck is this? <laughs> so yeah, check out Galaxy of Sounds. I think it's like eight minutes an episode, and there's like seven of them. Okay. It's a nice little 30-minute jaunt. You just kind of sit there and go, nice. Just vibe with it. Now. Now. Topic yeah. of the week. We're talking about Lego Terrifying Tales. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Let's get into this. Yeah, it's the new uh, Halloween special out on Disney+, and um, it's goofy. Yeah, it's a part of it. the Lego it's canon. Goofy. It takes place after holiday special last year. Mm-hmm. So, I know we're out of order, but it's more relevant. So, we'll talk about the holiday special when Christmas comes around. I know you definitely had a lot more uh, fun with this than I did, because you knew Grabala. <laughs> yeah, dude, Grabala and then Ram and Bash, I think is one of the names are. Yeah. For me, it was just like, wow, these are new guys. You're like, and they're, who are and they're guys? weird. Yeah, I watched the Lego Freemaker Adventures, like, uh, middle of the year, and Grabala the Hut, voiced by, um, I forget his name, but Caspacho from Chowder. Yeah. Hilarious. I love him. I, I think the thing about watching these, too, is you can't really go into it, like, thinking about, it, like, it's going to be serious. No. You, you definitely have to go into this. Like, everything that happens here is totally not happening in universe. Dude, Vinay is voiced really by Tony Hale. To. It's pretty goofy. <laughs> like, it's pretty goofy. Yeah, I mean, I like to make everything can- canonical, but that's just me. All right, so let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, dude. The episode opens with Palpatine and Vader in the latter's ominous castle on Mustafar during the time of the Empire. By the way, the synopsis is a mix of Wikipedia and our own bullshit. Yeah, especially the last two paragraphs. Very yeah, much our sure. own bullshit. <laughs> Palpatine makes note of Vader's lacking interior decoration. See, this is what I was talking about, but Your you can't take it too serious. interior decoration is not good. He's like, ugh. Could use, like, anything in here. And he's like, like, what? He goes, a chair. <laughs> <laughs> a chair right by the window that's <laughs> oh, so stupid. Uh, and the Lord saddened by this, wanting his master to like his castle. Big sad. <laughs> this is this is the level of intrigue that we have with this. Palpatine and Vader then prepare to leave the castle and return to their galactic conquest, but the keeper of Vader's castle, a very old man named Vinay, very old, very, very old, <laughs> interrupts and tells Vader it's time for his back to bath, and then he pulls out his little rubber ducky, <laughs> and Vader gets very excited, actually. Like, he's, he's like, oh, my bath. Did you know that the, the guy who does that is actually Chad Vader? The voice of Darth Vader really? in everything that James Earl Jones can't do, Chad Vader does. That's awesome. I think his name is Matt Stone. Very cool. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was listening to, um, I'll give him credit, oh, what are the names? Four Away of the Force? Or Rebel, uh, Rebel Force Radio. Just look it up, you literally have a computer in front of you. Oh, I was on my phone. <laughs> but I'm doing this. Uh, Rebel Force Radio was the podcast I just listened to, and they were talking about this. And they said, uh, I think his name is Matt Stone, He's he did it in Force Unleashed. Mm. And then from then on, he does it every time James Earl Jones can't show up. I mean, he does a good job. Yeah, it if, sounds if it, great. If that is him, he yeah. does a really good uh, job. He started as doing just Chad Vader videos. You remember those things on TikTok and YouTube where he's just like, I'm Darth Vader doing stuff. It's cool. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Small world. It's wild that you can get into if you're doing something well enough. Yeah, the guy who um, replaced Mike um, Mike Henry and Family Guy for Cleveland just did the Cleveland impression for on YouTube for years. Mm-hmm. 
And then when they were looking to diversify their cast a little bit more, Mike Henry stepped down, and then they tapped him to do it because he's been doing it for years on YouTube. It's like the dude on YouTube who did that really good deep fake for Luke and the Mandalorian, and Disney was like, "Wow, that's amazing! You're hired. Yeah, we're gonna hire you so <laughs> you can do this. We're gonna hire you, and you're gonna replace like our entire <laughs> special effects team. <laughs> it's just one guy with like a computer. Uh, that's so it. It's cool that uh, stuff like that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Vader wants to go and take his bath, but Palpatine tells Vader he has to go and conquer the galaxy first, and Vinay is left to watch over the castle as Master's absence. And then he Spoiler, dies. Spoiler, Vader never comes back. <laughs> Vader never comes back. Uh, many years later, I'm going to tell you right now, it's definitely over 30, because this is after uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's at least 30 years. Uh, many years later, uh, following the downfall of the First Order, Poe Dameron and BB-8 finish off a squadron of remaining TIE f- First Order TIE fighters, but after the battle, a spat of engine troubles Force him to land on the near bla- nearby planet, which turns out to be Musafar. Mustafar. Of course it is, because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> on Musafar, Poe and BB-8 walk towards... Oh, I got a notification that totally blocked out my shit. Poe and BB-8 walk towards Vader's castle, believing they might find help fixing their ship, and they discover it's being renovated into a dark side-themed hotel by oh, yeah, Grabala the Hut and his two underlings, Bosch and Ron. Yeah, they're from uh, Lego Freemaker Adventures, and they're just fun. I figure they had to be if they're coming <laughs> along with Grabala. Yeah. yeah is pretty good. I'm, yeah, I'm like, fun. I'm like, this guy, like, honestly deserves his own. He show. carries, he carries. He, he could Adventures. have his own show. To like totally. the 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 Xander, the older brother in the show, he's fun, but Grabala carries the show. You'll like it. Only uh, for him. I'm looking forward to watching it when we finally do yeah. talk about it. So it's it's an interesting, especially watch for sure. after seeing this and seeing the kind of character he is. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so these Freemaker Adventures are just stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. Got you. <laughs> I mean, unless it's more like... There's a couple episodes that are pretty serious, but a lot of it's, like, very weird. I'm Dean. My family can't work, so I gotta be the breadwinner. How old are you? Like, ten. It's very similar to (laughs) Freemaker Adventures, because there's uh, the younger kid, I forget his name, and he's like, I'm Force-sensitive. And they're like, yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna help the repair shop. And they're like, no. Force-sensitive clone. (laughs) No, that's only (laughs) Omega. Oh, Okay. Poe introduces himself and is immediately recognized by Grabala as the pilot who destroyed Starkiller Base, at which point the hut offers to give Poe a tour of his new hotel in the making. He wants him to be a sponsor. He does want him to be a sponsor. He's like, be the face! Uh, before Poe can bring up the matter of his ship, he's brought inside and shown around. Yeah, dude. So inside the castle, Grabala shows Poe his collection of Stormtrooper armor and, and his the Darth Vader armor. animatronic. Oh, yeah. Skeletrooper. Yeah, the ske- what was it called? What did he call it? I think it was the Skeletrooper. Unless it was the Scorm... The, he, he called it something stupid. It was something stupid. The Stormleton? Uh, the Stormleton. It wasn't called the Stormleton. I know that. <laughs> I, I didn't think it would be worth uh, bringing up, so I left it out. It was in the Wikipedia oh, thing, uh, but I just left it out because I was like, funny. he's not going to bring it in up. my own You're like, I'm still going to bring the it skeleton up. skeleton trooper. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own, uh, his own skeleton Halloween-themed trooper because he has to. You just got to do it. I mean, it, go, it harkens to that thing that uh, people do in real life where they take the troopers and they paint their own designs on them. So that's cool. It's a little reference to real life things. Yeah. He's got his Vader animatronic that has some technical troubles. <laughs> yeah, dude. At that moment, a young human boy named Dean comes out from the shadows. He literally like just shows up. He's like, hey, stairs. I'm Dean. Like, and you're like, what? And he offers to help fix the animatronic, and he does. <laughs> Impressed with Dean's skills, Poe asks him to fix his ship, and when Dean starts telling him about his wish to become a pilot, Grabala cuts in and tells Poe that Dean will fix his ship if he films a celebrity endorsement for the hotel. But Poe promises to film the endorsement after his ship is fixed. Yeah, dude. 
uh, as Poe and Dean head for the exit, Vinay, who's somehow not dead at this point yeah, from good. old age or just like disease or uh, anything. Grabala's like, he came with it. Yeah, he came with the castle. <laughs> Steps out in front of them, at which point Grabala induces him as the creepy caretaker who there came with the castle. There it is. <laughs> Vinay says he has something he wants to show Poe, but Poe says that he is in a rush, at which point Vinay gets N-I-L-8. Nihilate. Nihilate. To show him the helmet of Ren, prompting Poe's interest. As Poe stares into the helmet of Ren, he asks Vinay to tell him the story of the man who helped create Kylo Ren. Yeah, so what's cool about this kind of stuff is that Vinay's like, Ah, the, the, a famous legendary pilot will help us open up the door that is in Vader's castle because Vader's a pilot. Because he's Anakin. And uh, so he's like trying to get piques Poe's interest and then he gets these uh, this three artifacts that they have in here, I think. Right? Yeah, it's just three. I mean, we haven't even gotten there yet. No, we're about to. We, we, we gotta go through the story of the Ren The Knights first. of Ren. The Knights of Ren and Kylo. The Lost and Boys with and Christian Slater so, actually so, coming back. So stupid. You're stupid. This is awesome. <laughs> you, you can read about it then. <laughs> so, we then launch into a very canonical story. It's not, it's not very canon. <laughs> a very non-canon story. It's like story. a mix of canon and Lego. Oh yeah, because they took goofiness. the they took the, the comic that came out right the Kylo Ren yeah, and mixed Ren it with the Lost Boys. Yeah. yeah, He just doesn't look like Christian Slater. I mean, kind of. <laughs> and they don't do half the things that they do in nah, this. Nah, dude, it's fine. <laughs> uh, we then launched to a very non-canon story about Ben Solo becoming bored with Luke's training as he's clearly much further along than the other students in the temple. I don't like how they make Ben sound. He's like, oh, oh, oh dad. Everybody's so annoying. It's because they kind of make I'm it. the best. They have to be like, it's Adam Driver, buddy kid, but we didn't get Adam Driver, so good luck. Goo. Goo. Um... After storming off to the nearby town, the Knights of Ren, starship Night Buzzard, lands at the hangar there, prompting several of the townsfolks to take shelter. A civil protocol droid warns the Knights of Ren are coming and to be afraid. This is like a common occurrence, yeah. I guess, for them. Led by Luke, Luke doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, he's like, they just yeah, show up like all the time by the nearby village, and mm-hmm. they act like a bunch of assholes, and Luke's like, whatever. <laughs> Not my shit. Bunch of dark side guys. I'm over here. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Led by Ren, the Knights of Ren ride through the town on speeder bikes. Ren extols them, is that the word? Yeah. To feed on their fear and to plunder the town. That was from Wikipedia. I don't mm. use words like that. <laughs> Ren greets Ben before leading his gang through town. Later that night, Ben has trouble sleeping and experiences a dream in which the Ren invites him to join them. Skywalker tries to warn Ben not to follow Ren, but the dark side tells the dark sider tells his uncle to stay out of it. Stay out of it, old man. Uh, Ron Ren, Solo's there too. <laughs> Ren tells a frightened Ben that power is for the taking and ben awakens from his dream to find ren and his knights waiting outside his hut calling for him (laughs) (laughs) the scenes follow are uh, very goofy and depict ben wearing his kylo ren outfit given him by the ren as he and the knights engage in shenanigans and hang out like a bunch of fools (laughs) that was me (laughs) by the end of the encounter ben decides he wants to be a knight but ren insists he has one final challenge in destroying his uncle's temple ben protests and the other knights call him a kylo (laughs) someone who is small weak and scared ben lashes out at ren and ultimately crushes him with a pile of boulders and rocks the knights then sw- swear, yeah, swear their fealty to Ben as their new leader. At which point, Luke comes out and tries to convince Ben to return to light side. But Ben protests his name is Carlo Ren, and he tosses the Ren's helmet away. Which makes me wonder, how did Vinay get it? Who gives a shit? Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's the answer. That's fine. Thank you. Uh, well, you oh, because it's Lego. That's why it you, doesn't matter. You can assume when Vinay. Um, Realized Vader wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. He started traveling the galaxy, collecting Sith artifacts to bring back to Vader's temple to maybe open up the door. 
Okay. <laughs> sure. That's all I got. <laughs> Why not? Or someone found it on Luke's temple planet and then sold it. And they just brought it to Vinay. Or they sold it to Vinay. Dude, I feel like this guy doesn't have money. He literally hangs out in a dilapidated castle on a lava planet by himself and he's like 100. I feel like he is still getting paid by the Empire. But he's, they sell- just don't know. he's selling Darth Vader's replacement masks and capes like, on, like they thought on they, Space eBay. They thought they fired him, but he's still getting paychecks, so he just spent the money. He's still getting paychecks. <laughs> I'm still on the Empire's bankroll. And they don't even know. They converted into the First Order, but they forgot to audit their employee <laughs> records. <laughs> so I get that bank. He just gets all the residuals. What they don't know is my plan gave me a raise every year just for loyal service. I'm making millions of credits a exactly. month so just, just for hanging out in the dank castle. Yeah, so he just buys a bunch of Siv artifacts. It's starting to make sense now. Exactly. So, he, so he's just on that bankroll. It always makes sense. I mean, it also makes sense that Palpatine controls Snoke, and he's like, I've got, I've got my boy Vinay. Yeah, he's still sitting dude. in that dirty dank castle. <laughs> Making sure no one comes in and steals the scabbard of Skadant or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> I can't wait to get yeah, into ends the story by saying that, um, that night was... Hold on. Say, by saying that night was Kylo Ren's first step to power. Poe asked if the point of the story was to scare him, and Garbalo with Bash and Ram are visibly scared. <laughs> Uh, Vinay, which is it's not even the scariest one. No, it's, it's just stupid. the scary one is uh, it's, the sword it's not one. even scary. They literally they like, literally ah. just hang out. The, the end of their night of debauchery is them hanging out under a bridge with a Bith musician. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what is this? Because in the Lost Boys, that's, that's not. Like, I'm like, what's scary about that? <laughs> it's just funny. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, where were we? They're both scared. Oh, Vinay responds. Vinay responds that the story was to remind him that there is much to be taken by the unafraid to to use it. Uh, he hands him he hands the helmet back to annihilate. Uh, Vinay then leads his guest to a large door, claiming Sith artifacts lie behind it. He says that the prophecy of Mustafar foretells the arrival of a fearless stranger with the strength to open it, and the gate is marked with the symbol of the old empire. Vinay suggests that a brave pilot who has fought many battles is worthy of opening the gate, but when Dean reminds Poe about the X-wing, <coughs> excuse me, Poe. Says that if Vinay is telling the truth, he will not be willing to let a hut get his hands on Sith artifacts. I mean, you can't let Grabala have It's like my guy in our campaign. You're like, can't just, can't just be handing around Sith artifacts yeah. to anybody. You're like, this pompous asshole wants this fucking Colicron, and I'm not going to give it to yeah, him. Was, you know, who knows? <laughs> Someone could just steal it from him. He could be using it for dark things. I and wonder. Who knows? We'll find out. Po I didn't en- write the story. Po- I did. <laughs> Poe then enlists Dean's help in unlocking the gate, and Vinay leads them into the chamber. While Grabala marvels at the real estate potential beneath the castle, Poe chats with Dean about the latter's ambitions to be a pilot. When Poe asks how Dean ended up working for Grabala, Dean explains that he is saving for his family. His mother had a shop on Arcanus, however, the First Order accused her of helping the Resistance and destroyed it. People got scared and won't hire her anymore, leaving him as the breadwinner. Dean fears that if he loses his job, his family will have nothing. He is like 10. Yeah. He is like 10. I thought it would be really cool if this was the character that Ryan Johnson tried to tee up in Canto Bite. Like, I used to work at Canto Bite trying to make money for my family, and then someone unleashed all the horses, and then we and got I got fucked. blamed for it, so I got fired. Exactly. Now I work here. That, it's one line. That would have been, like, hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I used to clean the, the five-year stables on Cantonica. Now I work here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And then Poe just goes... <laughs> yeah, Poe's like, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> exactly, dude. Ah, see, we're better than this. <laughs> we're better than this, just straight up. Not to be that guy. We are better on. than Come this, on. as a collective. Yeah. Uh, Poe confronts Dean, telling the boy that he had a tough childhood, too. He didn't, though. He adds that we it don't know that. Well, he hasn't been forced out We don't, we don't out actually yet. know that much about Poe. Yeah. We just know his parents he, are in the He does fly now. good. Yeah, he flies good. 
He adds that it's a big galaxy and they can fear, don't let fear get to him. They're surprised by Gabala, who's obsessed with turning the chamber into luxury suites. <laughs> I love that. They get into the underground tunnel and the dudes are freaking out. He's like, guys, you gotta look at the big picture. We can put a business center down here. I don't here. know if they and opened the gym. Yet. I'm like, dude, what? No, they didn't open that door yet. This is just when he's looking at the, the artifact chamber and goes, we can make luxury suites now. Look at all these spaces we have. Yeah, I think that's when he says it. Because they got all that No, the business space. center is when they get to the basement. Let's put them to the basement. The basement is next. Vinay leads his guests into the lightsaber repository, telling them they're looking for something very special. He finds the saber of Skardon, which he describes as a Sith lightsaber of unusual power. To Vinay's horror, Grabala toys with it, pointing at his face, and breaks the hilt. Grabala orders Dean to fix it, but Poe warns him that it's a Sith lightsaber. And Dean responds that he can't lose the job, so he fucking does it. While Dean works on this damaged saber, Vinay asks him if they are aware of hearing, if they are interested in hearing the tale of the saber of Skardon. Poe is not surprised about Vinay, what Vinay has to offer. Vinay claims that um, his tale of two monstrosities leading to cackling and lightning inside the chamber. This startles Grabala, Bash, Ram, and Poe. There's lightning inside! Yeah, this is, uh... This is really dumb for me. You don't like the Saber of Skarnot? Uh, when he goes, do you want to hear the tale of the Saber of Skarnot? I'm like, dude, a saber that belongs to like an ancient Sith Lord? I'm like, this is going to be sick. And then he's like, you want to hear a non-canon story about Palpatine telling General Grievous to go and get the saber from a temple? I'm like, that does not sound like you the don't know tale of the saber of Skardon. You don't know if it's non-canon. Still it takes place would, after season this five. This still would not be considered the tale of the saber. No, it's This not. is a story of the time a guy wanted the saber. And how he got it. And how he got it. Here. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't necessarily... So when it launches into... Oh, this is Palpatine. I'm like, I'm like, this isn't like a Sith Lord band. Like, what? I thought it was gonna do like a Revan story, maybe. I thought it was gonna be very Revan. I was like, too. I was like, all right, here we go. Something really just different and crazy all of a sudden because Kotor Save remake got it. Yeah, but they're like, nope. We'll get Lego Revan soon. For sure. I, I do. I for sure. I fucking hope. I will jump back into it. Uh, so we don't actually get to hear the tale of the Saber of Skardon. Instead, we get another non-canonical story about Palpatine asking Grievous to retrieve it for him. When Darth Maul shows up having received spider legs from Mother Talzin, he insists he will be the one to retrieve the Saber to gain his master's favor. They got Sam Witwer to come back. he sets off to the sixth moon of Skardon where the Saber is. Yes, they did yeah. get Sam Witwer to come back. I love it because... Uh, Matt Wood, he's like the sound designer on like pretty much anything Star mm -hmm. Wars. So he's always Grievous, and he's always the droids now, mm. too. Uh... So they got anytime you have like any, yeah, he came they back got, too. Like I said, they got Chad Vader. I, I love that you pretty much have the uh, Clone Wars cast like all the yeah. time, pretty much whenever you want. They them. got the Palpatine guy who does all the funny Palpatine and lines. I, I wasn't sure if they were actually going to get Sam Witwer when they showed Maul, but like hearing his voice, I was like, "This is it, man." I'm, <laughs> I'm like, the Lego properties know what's up. I'm like, I don't know why they they seem to know what's going on better than the actual, like, <laughs> movies that are being made. Because they're like, giving, like, But fun. the Lego stuff is just so stupid. Yeah, they're, like, giving carte blanche to do whatever the hell they they're want. They're like, good luck. They're like, what if we just meme to hell and back? I'm like, I love it. <laughs> uh... Grievous and Maul engage in a battle over the saber, which ends in Grievous losing, and Maul brings the saber back to his master. His master. Maul attempts to ignite Dude, it. Dude, I love the scene where they're uh, cutting each other's limbs off, and Darth Maul is just throwing lightsabers and stuff at uh, Grievous. Cutting Dude, all his limbs off. He cuts his arms. arms off. Yeah. He's like, need a hand. <laughs> this is so dumb. I think uh, Grievous cuts off Maul's legs, and then Maul cuts off Grievous's legs. He's like, ha! <laughs> out of the field. Yeah, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. They're just trading robot parts. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was actually this was actually a good. It's a fun one for anyone who hasn't seen it and they're just listening to us talk about it just because. I would definitely recommend you watch it if you're just looking for a good laugh. It's a fun forty minutes. If you like the Lego stuff, it's definitely worth a watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maul attempts to ignite the saber before Palpatine, but it's broken, and the disgruntled Sith Lord tosses Maul off his balcony with the Force. And then he goes back and then gets his legs and meets up with Savage. Yeah, but we don't get to see any of that. And also, this doesn't happen. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Dean then fixes the saber of Scardom, but is mesmerized by the dark side relic. Poe asks if Dean is okay, and he tells him to stop staring at the lightsaber. Yeah, He's like, dude. This is a bad plan. Uh, Vinay explains that Maul learned that the power comes not from serving others, but from serving yourself, and then he starts Crimson Dawn. <laughs> Dean appears to get the message, and Vinay tells him the story where the saber leads. Tells him to follow where the saber leads. Dean uses the saber of Scardom to unlock the second chamber. Also, they do go into another chamber. At which Vinay suggests Nihilate that he places hopes on the wrong pilot, to which the droid agrees. The possessed Dean leads the others to the first temple of Mustafar. Poe says that he has a bad feeling about this, and BB-8 rolls in and goes, Really? I just said that. And he's like, I know. I, I am here. Uh, Vinay explains that the temple of Mustafar was built generations ago as a repository of ancient lore, which is... Read, uh, go play uh, Vader Immortal, or watch it, if you don't have VR. Hmm. The temple is littered with treasure, and Grabala tells Bash and Ram to pack it up. Grabala uh, grabs the Scaver Scardon from <laughs> Dean, claiming it's property of Grabala, the Hut Enterprises LLC. <laughs> Poe tells Grabala that they need to talk, but the Hut thinks that he doesn't need a spokesman anymore with all the Sith treasure they found. <laughs> He's like, I don't need you. We don't need you, motherfucker. I'm rich now. Poe tries to warn him about the danger of the Sith treasure, but Grabala is only concerned about making money and also all the real estate that is underneath this now for more <laughs> luxury apartments. Dean hears Maul's voice calling out to him, which is cool, from a Sith holocron inside a pillar. <coughs> Excuse me, telling him... I'm very burpy. Yeah, telling well, you're him, drinking a sparkling ice drink. Oh, I need the caffeine. Well, <laughs> I'm the, dying. It, it's that sparkling thing that makes yeah, that it's happen. it's the boobles. Yeah. The boobly boobly. The fizzy boobly. The fizzy boobs. <laughs> uh, he hears Maul's voice telling him to seize power to free his mother. Vinay is pleased that Dean has found the holocron. He tells Dean that the holocron has power to make any dream come true. It's a, it's, it's a wish. Grabala is dismissive about the holocron having the power to grant wishes. Uh, Dean says that a Wookiee's paw could do that. Vinay surmises that the child is aware of the Wookiee's paw. Mm. Dean explains that the pilot who's come to his mother's shop would tell stories. Who's the pilot? We don't know. <laughs> Poe says that he heard stories, but he thinks that they're made up. Addressing Dean, Vinay tells him the tale of a boy searching for a better life, much like him. And he tells him a fake story. And here's a story that's kind of like Star Wars and Findies, which is really cool. It's opposite because they choose Luke instead of Leia, but it's still cool. After Vinay tells the story of the Wookiee... Uh, after that little section, Vinay tells the story of the Wookiee's paw. In the story, Luke Skywalker uses the paw to join the Empire and rise up the ranks, ultimately failing when the Death Star is blown up by Leia and Ben. That's it. I think he blows it up on accident. He does. Yeah, it's his fault. It's yeah. so stupid. He does. Because the ultimate... He, shoot, uh, he does his cool little move and he shoots the missiles, but then it goes in there. Yeah, Vinay is trying to tell Dean the story of the pilot Luke who blew up the Death Star, and this yeah. is his version of it. He's like, oh, he accidentally blew it up while working for Darth Vader. And then Paul goes, that's not what happened. He's not what, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dean's like, so he didn't blow up the Death Star? He's like, no, he did. That's just not what happened. <laughs> it was good. It was a good one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, once Vinay gets... Oh, okay, so there's a little bit of middle ground before we get to this little last paragraph. After the story... Um, Vinay is able to like grab the holocron for himself and get all the stuff and then yeah, he po just like all of a sudden gets the force when he gets yeah. the holocron and then Poe's like shit we gotta go get the ship cause this is bad and then he leaves and uh, then there's some zombie droids cause they're all under the control of mm -hmm. Vinay so once Vinay gets all the artifacts he becomes a transformer and fights the gang after tricking him with the morals of the stories he golems into the nearby lava pit and then Poe and Dean fly away 
Dude, I was I literally was while I was watching, I was like, dude, they went full Lord of the Rings with this. They did. I'm like, they're going all the way yeah. with it. Poe and Dean fly away and Vinay's revealed to be alive with destroyed. Hmm. Yeah. So for more chicanery and tomfoolery people in the say, next one. People already think that there's gonna be a terrifying tales too, because why not do annual Christmas and holiday specials for Lego? You could even do just another holiday special later on this year and have Vinay be the bad guy. Like, the I remember one. what you did to me, Poe. Yeah. And guess what? I I'm think, not happy. I think they would benefit from doing one every Halloween and Christmas. Because then instead of making Lego shows, they could just make Lego specials. We can have one for Halloween and tell some more scary stories and one for Christmas and have some more jolly stories. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun extra Lego content so we don't have to watch, like, a bunch of shows. Because there's, like, six or seven Lego shows that we have to talk about. And it's, like, it's a lot. It's watching things like this that make me hope and wish for a Star Wars what if, like, in full someday. Cause well, that's what Visions kind of was. Kind of. Yeah, but that's a comic book. I, whenever I talk about an animated show, you can't compare it to like comic. Books. I was comparing it to Visions. Oh, Visions. Yeah. The, uh, oh, I thought you meant uh, Infinity. Sorry. No, no, no. Visions. No, Visions is not Star Wars. What if though? Visions is anime Star Wars, and that's literally it. There was not a single what if element in that show. So you're telling it was me you want legit what if Star Wars? Yeah, AC I want. Bradley, I want I cool stories that. like that. Like, what if Luke became uh, Vader's yeah. apprentice, right? Or what if? Uh, Obi-Wan had killed Anakin on the beach, right? He didn't yeah. just let him burn. Or what if Anakin, Anakin beat Obi-Wan, yeah. right? Like, there's so many cool what if stories Obi-Wan there and Ahsoka that you could have joined fun with. Anakin on the dark side. Dude, what if Ahsoka had killed Maul and made it to Mustafar and helped Obi-Wan fight Anakin? What if Ahsoka stayed with the Jedi the whole time? Yeah, what if Ahsoka never left the yeah. Jedi? What if Ahsoka was turned into... Uh, a Sith apprentice. What if Qui-Gon didn't die? There's what if so Dooku many. didn't turn? So what if Maul wasn't killed early? Dude, what if what Maul, if Maul, what was if Maul won? <laughs> yeah, what, what if, if Maul, Maul won that fight? Fun? What if yeah. he won the Duel of the Faiths? Yeah. Right? That would Both Duel of the Faiths. That would change everything. Hey, man, this is cool There's stuff. There's a lot of cool stories. Because then they would have gotten there. Anakin, and then Anakin would have been Darth Vader really early. You know, And it's when you have these animated shows or just shows that would be on Disney Plus that reach yeah. this wider audience. That's when I feel like these things get a lot more credence because we watch yeah. them or we read these things yeah. and watch these things because we're like super fans. You know, my dad's not going to watch this. It's no. like if they made a Star Wars What If, though, he'd he be all over that. Yeah. We literally just finished watching the actual What If yeah. show, and my family loved it. We were all huge on it. It's because it was like, was like oh, we watched all these movies, and now we get to see like stories that, what if T'Challa was picked up instead? Yeah. Like, my dad, he didn't even watch Visions. He had no interest in watching it. He's not, I think you should he's show not into him, anime. I think you should show him... Um, uh, I'm going to show him The Duel. I'm going to show him The Duel. That, uh, I think he'd like The Duel. The Duel? Is that the one it's with... the first um, episode. No, show him The Elder. He might like that one a lot. I don't think he'd like the... Uh, just the build up too much. Oh, he's not into the talking like we are. No, okay. He doesn't care about that. Oh stuff. yeah, so show him the duel and show him Ninth Jedi. Especially if it's characters that we're probably never going to come back to. He'd yeah. be like whatever. He just wants to see cool stuff like me at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then show him. Uh, just show him the duel. Then. I think just, the duel because it. it's just it's, it's very stylistic action. and it's just cool to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if they made a because I, I asked him even I'm like if they made a Star Wars what if would you watch it? He's like yeah. So I think that a lot of the fans yeah. who are into just Star Wars as it is they want to watch something like that. AC Bradley was talking about it because um, they asked him like uh, they asked her because uh, they were talking about the when they were trying to pitch the what if yeah, Star we Wars talked about it on, yeah we talked about it on the show. Uh, they talked about it with her again recently and they were saying that um, she wanted to do obviously the one Star Wars episode but then if they were if they told her, like, hey, do you want to do a Star Wars what if? She said they would, of course, take the job, I mean, obviously. So I'm going cool. to address the people who didn't like the Marvel what if and said that the stories were too rushed and this, that, and the other Only thing. The first it's, one like, was. it's 
it's like they're taking entire movie concepts and turning them into 20 to 30 minute episodes. Yeah. You'll need to chill. What did you think this was going to be? <laughs> you know, it's so like... I gotta just hold I, I thought I was gonna get the entire movie. Like, no. What it's if, a show. What if Plo Koon showed up instead of Luke? <laughs> That'd be great. What if Plo Koon survived? That would've been a sick thing. Dude, oh man. What I'm if the inhibitor like, chips didn't go off? What, what if Palpatine went Order 66 and the clones were like, what? Who? Are you a Sith Lord? You what? what? No! What are you talking about? What? You, you know the orders. Ooh, what if Valorum never got deposed? And then Palpatine had to do actual Sith stuff? And so what just what like... if Padme got assassinated at the beginning of uh, Episode 2? <laughs> what if she got killed by the by Jango who hired Zam, who hired the robot who used the worm? <laughs> I was thinking more about the ship explosion oh. that she literally like just barely walks away from at the beginning of that movie because... She's like two feet away from it. Yeah, she's on the other side. And, and Captain, I think it's Typho, he's like, well, I guess you were right. There was no danger at all. And then the ship explodes and they're like, well, I guess we were, I guess I was right. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Look, I was right. There was danger. Ha. Eat it. It's almost like <laughs> I'm the bodyguard and you're the dumb senator. <laughs> Ugh. Fucking stupid politicians. Good stuff, man. Love Star Wars. Hit me with those what ifs. So what'd you think about this overall? <sighs> Uh, overall, I thought it was good. It's on par with the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special that came out last year with the. I Christmas. think that's maybe a little bit better. Which one? The Holiday one. The holiday oh, for sure. Yeah. I have I the Holiday like one right one above the better. Terrifying Tales, just because it has more reference. I like the time travel stuff. Yeah, and I like uh, that it's continuing Finn's training to be a Jedi because we've been fucking like freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And if the Finn show is true and they do the Jedi stuff, oh, I hope this Finn show is really coming out. There's a lot of people that really don't want to go back into that time period, but I'm like, if they Why? can do we it right, fix it. I'm like, if they can do it right, it can be so good. We need to. I'm fix like, it. go back in there and give these characters that didn't give their chance to shine. And dude, I would even be happy with a Ray show. I'm like, give Daisy Ridley a chance to turn think, this character into something cool. I think Ray's cool. story is done. She kind of. I, I think so too. I think she'd be. A, she great, could show up. She's great as a support character yeah, now. But I think Finn and Poe should really get there. Finn, Poe, and Rose should get there. Like I mean, Finn's stories. who I thought was going to be the main character of the sequels. Well, but, because dude, when they showed that first trailer for The Force Awakens, I was like, oh my god, a stormtrooper. Oh, it's a black guy. I'm like, this is a crazy direction for Star Wars. They've never had a black lead before. I'm like, cool, it's going to be great. And then they show him in the trailers with the lightsaber. I'm like, wow, they're really leaning into it. This is so cool. This is going to be different for Star Wars. And then he gets knocked Wars. out at the end yeah. of it. And then, and eight, then he gets like, knocked oh. out and the white girl gets the lightsaber. I'm like, <laughs> Raise the Jedi. You're like, of course she is. Like, damn. I mean, they they were obviously teasing it the whole way through. But, yeah, but I mean, we were all waiting for Finn to get the lightsaber and maybe awaken his force powers or something. Mm-hmm. But instead, he just gets tossed. We will get it. Soon he got, he got tossed like a salad. And then in the second movie, I'm like, all right, let's see what they do with Finn. And they're like, what if we made him do nothing? I'm like, all right, and you're cool. Like, Sweet. What about Poe? What's he doing? Also, nothing. These movies are weird. Yay, <laughs> I love them. Do I? I don't know. <laughs> we'll get them eventually. We'll get the goods. We'll get the goods. We can, we can get there. Dude, I, and I still like still like Finn, Poe, and Ray's characters. Just think, oh, yeah. just think it could be done better. I just don't like how Ray's story finished. No. Because I feel like there was much more that needed to be done before she just goes, I'm old, the Jedi. You know, I feel like there's a little they bit need more to, we needed. They need to commit to killing characters. Yeah, like Palpatine. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till we how she should have died. I can't wait till force we force heal you with a baby. I can't wait till we get to um the sequel trilogy and then like the second movie somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> we, we already covered those. <laughs> no, I mean like another set of sequel trilogies. Oh god. <laughs> 11 uh, 10 11 and 12. Apparently those are being rumored. They're to still be, being like rumored. in production. 
of some kind. They're like dude, writing the story. Star or whatever Wars Day, it is. Disney Plus Day, dude, is gonna be insane. I mean, do you time skip again? Do you go more with these characters? Like, what do you do there? I think that you time skip again, so then you have the middle ground to play with Star Wars Visions. Because, like, you know, Takare and his sister. Because the only reason why they did like the time skip was because they wanted to use the old characters like Luke Leia and Han, but they were obviously. 40 years removed, so they had to be like, well, let's time skip, I guess. They're old now. But with these movies, they have Pin... Uh, pin. They have a foe... Please, oh did you God, see what they did to... Did you see what they did to Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Mark Hamill could have filled an entire Finn, movie as, like, 34-year-old... Yeah. Poe, Finn, and Ray would be, um... Into the, uh... Probably just in the middle ground, just like how Luke, Leia, and the Mandalorian's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get the rest of the stuff like maybe don't jump 30 jump like either commit and jump like a hundred mm. or just jump 15 so then you can fill out a 15 year gap instead of filling out a 30 year gap which is not Mandalorian has to those be. movies definitely would have felt better if like the first if episode 7 was like about uh, Han, Luke and Leia like half the movie was about them then the next movie a little bit less so and then the last movie they're just kind of like in the back yeah. it's like fade them out don't just be like it's not about them and anymore from the beginning <laughs> And they just murder them all. It's not about the old people anymore. Stop thinking about them. Get out of here, old. <laughs> you, do, you do realize that these are the movies that we like, right? What are you doing in my basement? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope that uh, if we do get 10, 11, and 12, the time skip is either 15 or 100. Either, like I said, commit or just give us a small time window. Part time of me with. doesn't even want another trilogy like that but another part of me is like more Star Wars, more Star Wars yeah. movies because like the good thing about having uh, the prequel trilogy only take place like right before I mean besides the first movie like right before Luke is born is because then we only have 18 years to play with which has so much content in the middle right now Bad Batch Solo Rogue One Rebels like all that stuff plus all the books and comics mm-hmm. so and then Kenobi and Andor and did you ever <laughs> see that poster that was like uh, Skywalker the last word in the uh in the saga, and then it's literally like the last word that she says in the movie, no. right? Yeah, it was like one of Disney's marketing things. It was like, it was uh, the rise of Skywalker, the last word in the uh, Skywalker saga, and then at the end of the movie, Ray is like Ray Skywalker, and then the movie ends. I'm like, oh. I didn't see that marketing campaign. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. Whoever doing that was on some shit. Yeah, they're they, on the sauce. They're like, this movie's dumb. <laughs> so, like I said, I do hope they either jump 15 or. 50 to 100 if we're getting a new sequel trilogy don't give it to Ryan Johnson unless you're going to let him have full creative control <laughs> don't give it to Ryan just don't give it to him no I, th- I think Ryan Johnson's a good filmmaker if he I gets do too. the full vision dude if he's given half a movie episode it sucks. 8 I think was probably the prettiest looking Star Wars he's a good filmmaker it was so it was so good to look care. at it's just the story just wasn't there yeah and whether, you know, that's the fault of him or the fault of his writing team or Kathleen Kennedy, whoever it was, it's like the story just doesn't hold up. You know, I, I, I keep thinking about it, and not to turn this into an episode eight thing, but that no, thing of, it's oh, always an episode eight Luke, was, <laughs> Luke was like shocked into pulling out his lightsaber. I'm like, why do you even have it on him? He was going for like a late night walk at his Jedi temple to his nephew's room. Yeah, well, yeah, let me bring my lightsaber. I might need this. Just in case. Just in case he, like, gets freaked out and tries to kill me. <laughs> the odds of that happening if I don't come armed are significantly lower. But. Let's come armed. I'm going to come armed anyway. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. It's very stupid. I mean, the alternative was uh, no lightsaber or just force snap his neck right away. But then again, we, we don't have these movies then. <laughs> Could have been different. Could have been better. Could have been better.
We'll do another talk about episode eight at some point. In our we, career. We, we, I'm sure we will. We got to do we a just, bunch of. The, can't we'll not probably revisit it. them all when uh, a new trilogy is announced. If we're still doing stuff by then, because I feel like with with Disney Plus Day coming out, they said that they're going to announce like they're, they're going to show us all eleven like bits that they wanted to do for uh, Star Wars. Because they said in 2022, there's eleven Star Wars things coming out. Wow. We have Andor, Obi Wan, Ahsoka, Mando season three, the rest of Book of Boba Fett. Um, uh, Rangers of the Republic is still apparently going on. So I heard that they're talking about producing it still. Yeah. It's not being filmed. They're just trying to figure out what to do. With yeah, it. because they're trying to figure out what they want to do. If they're because that might have actually turned into the Finn show. They might have been yeah. like, okay, we're not doing this now. We're doing this. We're doing the Finn show, yeah. But it, apparently, uh, what's her name? Gina Carano might be coming back because mm-hmm. she's been very quiet lately. Um, Her Twitter has been and pretty clean. Disney so. <laughs> has not really said anything about it, but yeah. Mando Season 3 is in production, and presumably the story they wrote includes her, because how do you just get rid of her, you know, without like being She's like, she died? Yeah. It's like she was literally there at the cliffhanger for Season 2. Yeah. How do you just get rid of her She there? has to at least be in the opening if they're going to continue it right from that's there. Why that's why that's I'm like, does it open there, there, and like Bo-Katan just turns around and like kills her? Yeah. And then Fennec Shan's like, whoa, traitor! <laughs> <laughs> Frenic Shane kills her and goes, Bounty. Yeah. And, she, and Bo-Katan goes, Not my so war. Sorry. <laughs> Not my fight. Everybody just leaves. And Mando goes, What? It's, okay. It's very amicable. Yeah. <laughs> and then Moff Gideon goes, Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He, he's the, he wakes up. He's like, This is pretty hot. Nice. All that's right. The, that, that's the end of the show. There's no more after that. Mando season three is a two minute episode. Oh, no. And it oh, all ends no. very amicably, and they're all very happy. And they're all friends. It's, it's great. All right. Anything else you got to say about Lego Terrifying Tales or anything else before I close the show out? Uh, no, just that it was, a, it was a goofy good time. Yeah, it's definitely I, in It's there. always hard for me as a Star Wars fan to suspend my disbelief and watch some of these things. I was watching it when you would tell the stories. I'd be like, that didn't happen. Well, that's why you just but, do what I do. And but just it's fun. Like, well, it's just, it's just you can fun also just say Vinay is an unreliable narrator. <laughs> oh, like the dark side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm your father, Anakin. Oh, so he is his father. Well, the dark side's an unreliable narrator. Shut you Put it in a comic book. Shut the fuck up. You literally, <laughs> you didn't have to illustrate this. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, Come you on. just made me ink. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry about you. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow the podcast at Farthest Galaxy on Instagram to keep up to date with the episodes as they release and what we will be covering. You can follow me, Hunter, at uh, I think it's Hunter underscore Van Lirup now. I got to change the notes. And Alex at the Dude Kenobi. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Yeah, unfortunately, I just got fired for, by Grabala, so I'm going to have to go back to my uh, cleanup job at, at Cantonica, <laughs> cleaning up the stables. You got to go find the horses now. Yeah. All right. So I'll see you guys next time if I'm not working that job still. (laughs) We'll see. Bye. Bye.